I was just going through this research proposal, something we were working on last year. And what stands out is how carefully we had to make room for COVID-related concerns, impact on livelihoods, mental health, etc., etc. And it got me thinking how much havoc the pandemic has caused to research across disciplines. Yeah, I wonder how scholars would have handled their ongoing studies, fieldwork, labs, experiments, all of that research stuff. Exactly. A friend of mine was telling me how he was studying rice mutants before the lockdown was announced, visiting regularly, monitoring everything, taking readings, notes. It was an ongoing study back then. And as soon as the pandemic-related restrictions were imposed, his mutants died because of how he couldn't attend to anything. Gone. A whole study. Months of work. Just gone. In fact, I also read about how funding of research itself took a hit, halting many future possibilities carrying both long-term and short-term impact. Oh, that's so sad about your friend's rice mutants. I can't imagine how I'd feel with all that work down the drain. And the impact has definitely differed across disciplines. For instance, mathematics hasn't been impacted the way anthropology has, right? I mean, think of the field research. The pandemic has fully changed the way our interactions with people happen. And so much of conducting research includes just that. So how on earth do we adjust for all this? Well, we aren't the only ones who worried about this. The United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs undertook a statistical analysis of the impact of COVID-19 on survey data collection in 2020. And they found that 96% of face-to-face data collection was either fully or partly stopped in May 2020, with an uncertainty of when they could resume again. Yeah, and one can only imagine with the changes to already planned surveys that had to be made. You know, things like alterations in the data collection methods or the addition of new specific questions related to COVID-19. A lot of researchers also had to reduce things like their questionnaire content and sample size and make other changes to the sample design as well. Qualitative data in particular was definitely really affected. Sounds so stressful, right? It really does. But, you know, the one silver lining was the community building that happened for researchers across the globe. Drum rolls, crowdsourcing. Researchers came together to collate and share resources and information on conducting research during the pandemic, specifically in the heavily impacted areas of fieldwork. Such crowdsourced documents can serve as a speedy way for researchers to report experiences and find appropriate options to design or even alter their research designs to attain similar ends, but through remote methods. But then again, these alterations can be particularly difficult for qualitative researchers. With COVID, every step has to be done virtually. This really limits what populations you can study, along with the quality of interaction in some cases. You can recruit participants only by reaching out over email or through phone calls. This also completely depends on the sample type. It could be easier if you already have a list sample to contact, but you might be stuck if you need to achieve random sampling for your study. In an ideal world, recruitment could involve going to the field, interacting with potential participants, and many different steps depending on the sample you need. So choosing modes of recruitment and data collection, the very first steps got impacted negatively. Forget fieldwork. Yeah, that really has changed. There are alternatives created by the online technology, but those aren't always accessible to the population one wants to interact with. But anyway, for purely qualitative methods for which face-to-face interaction is a necessity, online video call platforms such as Skype or Zoom have provided an opportunities for interviews, focus group discussions, and other such methods to be conducted. Archibald et al. in 2019 examined the viability of Zoom as a platform, some foreshadowing, 
by analyzing the experiences and perceptions of both researchers and participants finding that despite technological difficulties the experience was rated as highly satisfactory by most showing that accurate results can be achieved through such platforms otherwise researcher lao in 2020 showed that telephonic and voice interviews also work similarly and are now a possibility even in low and middle income countries with the proliferation of mobile phones among various demographics so technology yeah does make it quite feasible but options for populations that can be started are still limited limitations yes but i was thinking that alongside these tools you've just mentioned there's also the possibility of written qualitative data so despite the pandemic that alternative still remains i'm sure a lot of people have filled out surveys and stuff online both before and during this past year and a half surveys can of course include both open ended questions or move into quantitative research with multiple choice questionnaires and all that for these types of studies anything like just a simple google form could work or there are also other platforms like survey monkey and qualtrics that have a lot more features and are designed specifically for researchers to use in fact a 2016 study by varela et al looked at the pros and cons of using survey monkey and found that although there were some difficulties like getting high enough response rates there were also several benefits such as easy access faster distribution and data collection and avoiding mistakes in coding and analysis of data these online tools usually make these processes coding and analyzing a lot easier no more manually inputting data onto an excel sheet from pages and pages of pencil paper questionnaires you can imagine the kind of mistakes that would be made there thank god for tech am i right even when using these tools which have been around and have gained popularity for a while it's generally good practice to have participants come into a lab or some space where the environment is generally under a check especially for experimental or quasi experimental studies that involve filling out a questionnaire you really don't know how well you can control external factors okay one tip here uh, how to read research series will come in handy for the terms that may sound like jargon yeah you can find this on our instagram page if you haven't already seen it now going back to keeping the experiments environment under a check for instance if the participant is filling it out on a link on their phone it's very possible that netflix is playing on the side and someone is chatting with them at the same time which is a big limitation on an experimental study because then you're not even sure if you're manipulating just the independent variable or there's other variables playing a role and for other types of experimental studies that can't rely on online survey methods like clinical trials those are pretty much as badly affected as qualitative research plus don't forget that with all its blessings technology also comes with a good serving of malfunctions anything from interruptions interviews getting cut short due to audio issues or even data files getting damaged or deleted how scary as you mentioned earlier a lot of populations may not even have access to internet though in general smartphones are becoming a lot more widespread i guess we can find reassurance in the fact that despite these issues they have been used successfully in the past in fact during the ebola epidemic in a similar situation phone surveys worked well and this data was published in a book called data collection in fragile states so this is a topic that has gained some of the attention it deserves yeah and a part that needs all that attention and more are the increased ethical considerations around researching at this time a lot of challenges that come with adapting studies that were originally designed for a non covid world can't just be bypassed they require a lot of careful teasing apart 
conducting or even planning to conduct a study when households may be struggling with trauma, loss, financial difficulties and more. This in itself can be problematic and the best interests of participants have to be kept in mind. Some steps were taken, for example, researchers Bhatia et al. in consultation with experts conducted an in-depth consideration of ethical risks that arose for studies of violence against women and children during the pandemic. With data showing the rise in domestic violence during lockdowns all over, what was more important was to place the safety of participants first. Yeah, and studies in their designs themselves might become biased for a number of reasons. Like consider the disproportionate benefits digital methods have for privileged over oppressed groups. There's also been a bit of a rush to research the impact of COVID. And with hurry comes shortcuts, which can never mean good things for researchers' integrity, ethics, and the robustness of research designs, which reflects in the impact they can have. Maintaining data quality becomes a concern, especially where there's large-scale studies involved, and reduced sample sizes could lead to flawed, unreliable data sets. As always, everything in a balance, this forced shift to online choices from more traditional offline methods could have significant long-term effects in both directions for the ways in which research is conducted. A number of potential unexpected benefits also arise with this shift, with less time and finances than estimated, especially with technological advancements. Newer ways of conducting research have also been uncovered, and this comes with positive implications for the growth of research and data collection methods in the future. Think of the collaborations, the webinars, and the possibilities. People in different countries and time zones working together. With this, we've reached the end. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Look out for more episodes and do share it to help us reach more people.